Hey guys, welcome to the Blended in Business podcast. My name is Tessa Clemencia. I am a wife, a mom of three, a stepmom of one, and a dog mom of Penelope the Poodle. And yes, that is her real name. Join me along with this adventure of blending a family, blending businesses, and just trying to do it all without killing each other. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to episode number five, season three. Welcome to episode five, season three by the Bennett Blit. Oh, I can't even sing that right. See, it's messed meant, it up. It's meant to, to be for you not to sing. No, they love my singing. <laughs> they love my singing. Matter of fact, ladies, matter of fact, gentlemen, matter of fact, kids, screen record this and um, share it on social media. And you never know, maybe you guys might, you know, get me famous and I promise. If I, if so, if somebody finds me because of those awesome vocals I have, oh boy. I do promise to um to uh, not forget about you and your family. Oh, not the extended one, but you know the one in your home. <laughs> Unless you're like Mexicans and Dominicans, then not everyone in your home, because you know Hispanics, everybody roll everybody deep. Is, yeah, everybody, family. everybody one house, baby. Oh yeah. By the way, I can say that because I am Hispanic, so don't be thinking I'm being all racist. Right, don't you know, send us me- send him messages. You know, how wor- you know how the world is these days. You can't say nothing. Anyway. Anyway. Blended in Business Podcast Turn 1. Whoop. I can't believe it's been a year. It's whoop, been a whoop. year since, actually, I sat on the idea for a while to start a podcast. And then I said to myself, I have to take my own advice and just start and see how it will do, you know? And I've actually got a lot of good feedback from it, and I enjoy it, and I enjoy recording with you, too. Awesome. You like that? Absolutely. So, happy birthday to... Happy birthday, Blended. Happy birthday, Blended. I wish people could see my face. Sorry. But live your best life, okay? You just shut me down, okay? Today's episode, we're talking about maintaining your business because we've done an episode on how to start a business. And actually, that was our most played show. And so we figured, you know, we kind of got you started. So let's talk about the maintenance because honestly speaking, that's so much harder than starting your business. I can start 20 businesses per day easily. Maintaining them Listen, Crucial work. It's so much work. And I've always said to Lou with us that when we have an idea, I could easily get it started, market it, the you know, the branding, what it's gonna be called, all those things. I can do that in minutes because it's a gift of mine. But the maintenance of it, it's not a gift of mine. It's something I have to research and just practice on a daily and i feel like lou is a lot better at the maintenance and so that's where the balance kind of comes through maintenance of a business requires exactly what you spoke about last week focus yes it requires commitment yeah lots of discipline lots of discipline which we also talked about all that type of stuff but we did a, a podcast. What was our podcast before that one? Um, before the, the business? Uh, oh, How to Start a Business, which we told you guys, um, you know, to get your business pages in order, which was your Instagram page, Facebook your page, Twitter, if you're going to use Twitter. 
We um I don't think we told you exactly how to use the pages, but you know, to get you started, got to have we your did. website. We had a marketing episode and we kind of dug into how to market yourself across social media as well. And how do you and which platform to use for what? Yes. Oh. And right. so cool. um but as far as we went over our, the kind of a recap of starting your business is figuring out what state you're in and the law, not figuring what state you're in, but as far as what state you're in, figuring out the laws and the rules and things like that, what paperwork you're going to need because... And all that you can find on Google, people. Yes. I mean, there are businesses that would do all this for you, but I'm just like, why would you want to pay another business to like just file this, this is when true. you can do it yourself? You guys, Google it's is your like best friend. Google. I had someone... YouTube, if you want to watch somebody. That's true. I literally <laughs> had someone message me and ask about, you know, a certain type of paperwork. And I told them, I told them like, literally, you can Google that. I didn't say it in a real way, of course, but... All of these things you can find if you just Google because if also if you Google, you'll find where people are charging you to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You can do it yourself. It's very simple. If but you want to. If you, you go, don't want to, then yeah, you want to spend money, go ahead. Exactly. You can go to, um, it's usually your state's page and they'll have like forms and things like that. If you want to have an LLC or you figure out what S Corp, like how, which route you want to go. Yeah, and then sole you, proprietorship. Yeah, and you can call them if you have questions. So instead of paying someone, you can call them and say, hey, how do I remember when we started CCC, you guys, I suck at paperwork. Like I still to this day hate it. Like in business, taxes and paperwork are my worst things. I'm horrible at it. And so with the paperwork, I had to call and ask them, hey, what parts do I fill out? What should this line go? And where? what should I put for this? And they helped me. And I was able to fill it out, oh. send in a check, and send in the mail. And then you have your LLC. Your tax EIN is free. You can Google that as well. And you get a tax EIN for your business. And what else did we chat about in that first one? The how to start a business. That's that's basically like yes, the, the, gist base, yeah, the gist and of it. And if you want to hear more details, just check it out. It was in our first season and our most played episode. Check it out. And, and if you have any questions, just yeah. let us know. Yeah, we just shoot us a message. Oh, yeah. About it. But today we're going to be talking about the maintaining of the business. And you know what? With the maintaining of the business, I, I would have to say that one of the biggest things that you actually need to do is educating yourself. And by that, I mean like um, on customer service. You really don't want to um, have a business and your customer service sucks. That's like one of the biggest, oh yes, most important things that um, is out there. I actually, one of our biggest clients, well, the first big client that I ever got that was weekly said to me, you know, Lou, you know why I hired you? And I was like... No, not really. Because, you know, at that time, I wasn't as confident as I am now. Because um, I was still, you know, I was still kind of new. And and actually, no, I think we was like a year or two in. But I was only doing like little small homes. I mean, we, we wasn't as busy as we, as we was. And prior to that, we did a, a huge house cleaning, a 10,000 square oh feet gosh. plus house. Took three days. But that was just one. <laughs> it was just a one-time cleaning. Yeah, it was a move-in cleaning. Yeah, it was just one time. But um, I used that as leverage to say, yeah, you know, we've cleaned bigger homes and stuff like that. But then after, she said, you know, you were more expensive than other people, but you carried yourself so professional. And um, I was like, this is good stuff. Get what you pay for. This is good stuff. And um, 
All that to say that because that's something that my uh mentor actually taught me, mentor LB. He said you always dress how you want to be uh, portray- uh portrayed at or something like that. He used to say, um, always dress for the job. You know, he used dress, to always dress for the job about, you want, not the job you have. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. He said because you know when I was younger, you know, I would dress different. And he was like, and I would be like, you know, I going into work, and he was like, so what? What are you wearing? And I was like, this, this. Everybody else doing that, and I was like, are you everybody else? Are you trying to stand out? And I was like, oh, all right, you you got a point, sir. Uh, I'll go ahead and put on a shirt and in slacks, which was my go to all the time. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, you want to educate yourself though. Um, on customer service, you know how how to talk to people and you practice wanna, with people. If that's yeah. if if something you struggle with, call up a friend and say, "Hey, let's do some role playing. I need to work on my customer service skills and how you speak to people and how you carry yourself." That's something you have to work on. And also, depending on what business you're in, if you're in a business that you just know you have tried everything and customer service is not your jam, you have to. Find the funds to hire someone to do that for you. In the because beginning, it's, it is tough. It because, is tough, you know, but you, you know what? That, it'll make or break your business at the yeah, end of the day. So definitely. we know a lot of businesses and dealt with a lot of businesses that if the customer service isn't there, like I'm done deal. Especially for me. I'm a little bit more tough on that just because I am a business owner as well. But I just feel like that's the, the morale of your business. That's what carries your business. If I have to message you 20 times and you never respond or (laughs) that's just that's not okay so if that's something that you just know that you're just too busy because of the type of business you're in you have to work with your hands a lot so you can't be near a computer or your phone you have to be able to either afford a person or virtual assistant and sometimes have called they have call answering services which are actually really inexpensive so even if it's like for a day um, a few hours per day or a couple hours per day that they can get back to all your messages and things like that and catch you up. That's something that plays a huge role in the foundation in your business. Absolutely. Agreed with that. The next thing you want to do is educate yourself in the field that you're in. And when um, I was starting CCC, I would take after working, I would come home and I would just stay up late night till it actually disgust Tessa. Used to get cussed about this. But literally, <laughs> staying up and just watching YouTube videos, just search whatever it is your feel is in, how to, and whatever it is that you're trying to look at. And I would look at cleaning techniques, what pads to use, what solutions to use, what solution is best. I mean, you need to educate yourself in your field so that you could, um, you know, not make a mistake yes. and, and, and really care about what you're actually doing Yes, uh, and so you, that way you could stay up, you know, stay ahead and stay on, depending on the field you're in, on trend or knowing what's coming so you can't, you, you're not behind at the end of the day. That's right. For me personally, I'm in the retail world, so I have to stay like months ahead. I have to plan for, you know, the fall when it's still hot outside or the winter and it's like, oh, I can't look at this Sherpa and I'm sweating. It just doesn't make sense, but that's the field I'm in. I have to stay ahead with the trends, meaning I'm researching, I'm on Pinterest, I'm Googling, I'm watching YouTube videos. I'm a part of a certain type of community specific to my actual industry. Because when you're a part of something like that, for me specifically, I'm part of a 
group that is for boutique owners and it's full of information and trainings that I can just go in, click it and be able to educate myself. Yep, very true. You know, what's one of the things that I actually like about um, the boutique world, which is a little bit different with um, the cleaning, <clears throat> is that I don't really associate much with much cleaners um, because I really don't know much. And I also, don't, you know, um, unlike Tessa, she has to go to uh, markets and there are cleaning expos and stuff for, um, you know, janitorial cleaning service um, companies. I've never went to none of those. But one of the things that I do like, which I think is part of maintaining your business, is to surround yourself with people like-minded like that. And um, I just love how in the boutique world, when I go with Tessa to market, it actually boosts me up too because it's a bunch of actual business owners and they're oh, all excited, yeah. all fired up. And believe it or not, they give tips to each other, trying to help each other out. Yeah, we'll be in a booth and, so and they're like, hey girl, And so you have to find the this. right person that actually does that though because I do feel like in the cleaning world, I've asked questions and people are a little bit, you know, scared to talk about, you know, certain things, um, but not in the boutique world. They're just willing. And, and it, I don't know if it's because it's all women compared to men. Men feel like they got to protect it or something. But um, actually, some women in the boutique world like that, too. We have just been lucky enough to find and be around the women that are open to sharing. And because they there are they they exist. I've seen them. But just we've been lucky to come across the, the good ones, the good ones, yes. good stuff. Well, part of that would be, you know, surrounding yourself with uh, people in your field. Yeah. And, um, and, and or even it. just business owners in general, because business, Lou has always said this before, business is, is the same across the board. It just gets specific in, within, it, your within, industry. Yeah, within your industry, but the foundations of it, it's all the same. We all have to, you know, do our taxes. We all have to do paperwork. We all have to market. We all have to do all those things, but it's just going to be a little bit different depending on which field you're in. Yep, very true. Another thing that you need to be doing while maintaining your business is to treat it like you first started, no matter how old it is. You have to really take the time to acknowledge your um, your your clients' birthdays, their their anniversaries. I'm a huge I'm huge on giving. Believe it or not, giving is such a powerful thing. Is is I was actually taught this by Manta LB. He literally took months, years to talk about the power of sowing and reaping, which can get very deep, but we're not going to go into that. But I should do an episode about yeah, that Yeah, do myself. a whole episode on that. Um, but, you know, the things that you put out there, you would just be surprised of what makes clients feel like you care. If you take the time to do specific little t- things for your clients, it doesn't matter what industry you, you are in. For example, I'm in cleaning. So one of the things that I taught the girls or um, was, you know, fold the tip of the toilet paper. As simple as that sounds, most cleaners don't do that. And they're like, oh, they really took their time to fold yeah, this toilet paper details. and it's clean. Look at that. You know, another thing, when I was actually on the job, what I would actually do is if I see that their sink was clogged, I would unclog it for them and I would leave a note unclogged by the best cleaning crew. I would bring their bins from the um tr- from the street after the trash was taken if we was there and bring it up. You know, just little small things clients care about. Yeah, and they now and it that shows I'm that not you care. there like that, 
I tell the girls certain things or look out for certain things that we could take advantage of. Yeah. So and they really get to know the client and, and be able to personalize those things because I mean specifically for the cleaning industry, you're in their home and that that's where you that's learn a lot personal. about anybody. I mean, I remember I would tell Lou in the beginning because I was just a, like I paid attention to every little detail. I would say, oh, I think such and such's birthday is coming up. We should get them something that like with elephants. And he's like, why elephants? I'm like she collects elephants. He's like, oh, but I was also the person doing the dusting. So I saw all those little trinkets and things like that all the time. So just like things like that, it, yep. it plays a role. We have a client. I know her favorite type of Prosecco. And so every time we'll do like little gifts here and there, we'll leave her her favorite Prosecco. And that just like... And, and sometimes it's okay to actually leave them something that has nothing to do with nothing. You know, it was a snow like day. Just you know, it was literally, you know, s- snow was coming the, the in the evening. And we had Thursday clients. So we did work during the day. You know what I did? I bought everyone something for that day. And I printed them out a little something and I, all I said was here's a little something to hold you over for um on this snow day yeah. um and uh you know stuff like that, that is is just you know something that people care about so uh i mean you know you just 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 the point is to maintain your business is just be there to um and pay attention to your people pay attention to your business don't get distracted by looking at other people and what they're doing. Keep your what blinders they're not on. Doing. You know, focus on your business. Be only in competition know, with yourself. With yourself. You know, know that that growth, you want to go slow and steady. Yes. Slow and steady. I've been reading this book um, for Gray, um, the, the Tortoise and the Hare. Perfect. Excellent book. Excellent book teaching you that everybody is just looking at everybody else and trying to speed up and, Mm -hmm. you know, why is this not happening fast enough? That's how people get into real serious issues. And then they start to take loans out and just to speed up marketing and do this and buy more, which is another part of um, maintaining your business is try to stay away from loans as much as possible. It will eat away at your Profit. Uh, profits and you want to keep that not going out yes you need to keep as much as you can and just do as much as you can until you can work yourself out of that so that's that's where just working it slow and taking your time to grow um i mean you know th- this this uh, i mean this advice could go either way because sometimes there is a big opportunity that you know will pay off Yes. And, um, but but you have to analyze everything when it comes to, to loans. If that's something that you want and you have a whole plan for it, you can't just look at it and say, "Oh, look, someone offered me money and take it." I'll give you an example. When I first started Love Ava, we started Love Ava on cash, and we were doing fine with cash, but also you know having to keep up with payroll and things like that, and restocking the store. And so with Shopify, which is the platform that hosts my store, they will offer you a working capital if your store's doing well. And I was so busy just working, I didn't even pay attention to what the numbers were doing. It's like, hey, your store's doing great. Let me offer you this loan. And I was like, oh, look, money. <laughs> and, so, and by the way, she did this against my uh, yeah, was my like, advice. I was, I was like, like, honey, I don't, I don't think you should take that loan. You shouldn't take it from QuickBooks 
or you shouldn't take it from Shopify. We started this in cash. I just go slow and steady. Yeah, and um, and I didn't listen. I was like, yo, I think it, but but also I didn't have a plan for it. I was just excited and ready to start a new season, new yeah, store, yeah. and just went for it. And honestly, it ate at my profit like crazy because and, it, you and, have to pay a percentage back. That's how working capital works. You have to pay a percentage back in your sales, which is so the thing is the good and bad thing about that is, oh, well, if I didn't make any sales, they don't expect any money from me. But the thing is, the store was doing very well. And so when I looked at the monthly they were taking, I'm like, dang, like they're taking a lot of money every month to pay back this loan because the sales were doing great. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. those percentages, those things add up. So I did not have a plan for it. And, it and she also didn't understand um, the money like that. She didn't no, understand the percentages, the loan. So we just partnered, and which is another thing you can do if you have a husband and wife business. Or, you know, you, you have a partner business. Which we're not no, really big into partnerships. No, but I'm anti-partnership and unless wife, that's you your know, spouse. You just have to know your strengths. And and give that other person the lead way to um you know keep you intact and let yes. you know what's going on. Like, so Tessa and I, the way we do it is, I tell her, hey, what are you spending? So you know because I don't really know exactly everything that she's doing. Um, and then I say, all right, well you're close to this, you're not close to this, you're over this. Here's the numbers for this month. Here's where you at, and that's how we actually do it together. Yeah, I have to let him uh, run the finances of things because otherwise I, it's just like a ball of numbers and I'm cross-eyed. Like I can understand <laughs> it, the logistics of it because I have to. I'm not saying, oh, I'm just going to be blind and not know what's going on financially in my business. But but knowing a little bit knowing, about everything is pretty good because yes. now even, what I mean, it took her two years, but now she was like, you know what? You know, I was looking at my analytics and I found out I was paying over a thousand dollars um going back to this loan thing and i was like yeah honey i thought you knew that we i've been saw that yeah and uh she was like no i I didn't really pay attention to that so paying attention to those type of things will help you maintain the health of your business you got to keep a pulse on it and finances is one of finances is huge in maintaining your business because clearly the Part of the reason of having your business is to make money of course i know there's other whys and reasons but you legitimately want to make money from it so in order to do that you have to understand the numbers and the finances of things and be able to read your profit and loss sheet and understand what each line means even me for now like i can understand a PL. so like the basics and stuff i got it but the overall and the taxes and things sometimes it's just like oh i really don't want to deal with it for me i have to do sales tax and so that is actually, out of all the taxes, that one is pretty simple, cut and dry. I know that I'm the holder of the taxes. So it's also a struggle. It's like, oh, I have all this money from taxes, but it, I'm just holding it. So I have to give it away every month. Mm-hmm. It's like, thank mm-hmm. you for collecting that tax. Now give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I hate you, IRS. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you have to do. You have to figure out what, depending on what field you're in, what type of taxes you have to pay and what you know the city and the state and the federal and all those things talking about taxes that that would be the last um point that i would make and part of maintaining your businesses do not play around with taxes guys. irs is not playing Man, have we, i made a huge mistake which i'm still paying for by the way 
Literally. When I first uh, <laughs> started um, CCC, we started with 1099 employees. 1099. And then someone gave me the idea. The, uh, well, that wasn't the idea. They gave me the advice to switch over to W-2s because it would help out the other person. And you want to make sure your employees are good. So even though 1099s are good for the company because they don't have to deal with the taxes, collecting of the taxes, it's not really that good for the employees because people in general are not that great at budgeting. Yeah, and they're not going to put away their, their taxes. So they're not going to take their taxes and Social Security and all that and put it to the side so they can get into a serious bind. So I was like, okay, I'll switch over. Little did I know, at that time, I was doing my own QuickBooks Online, so I was doing my own accounting. Little did I know that how serious unemployment taxes was, taxes in general, employee taxes, state taxes, federal taxes. I didn't know about none of that stuff. I just thought it was automatically done. Mm-mm. When I got that bill, it was ridiculous because it was going on for a year before I got the second advice, which is one of the biggest advice that I would give you. Get you a CPA. They will help you maintain your business. A CPA or an accountant? Because I've learned recently there is a difference. There is a difference. But you need, um, I would say, a CPA. You got to get a CPA in an accounting firm because if you have somebody that um, does, like, for example, in the CPA form, uh, uh, in the accounting firm, um, we have a CPA. We just moved. But through there, they actually have an accountant that would do the day-to-day stuff. If I have a question about QuickBooks or, you know, if I have a question about, um, you know, just a simple tax question, um, they will be able to help me out. So the CPA, though, the one who would actually help you game plan and um, pretty much take advantage of the tax laws is the one that you need to have. I think it's very important for you to be able to understand these type of and things. And choosing right? a amazing CPA or one that's educational that, that you can you can reach and maybe um you know if you have a question they could answer you and and um. Because we had a CPA, I tell you, man, that dude was just non-existent. Horrible. It was just hard to get in touch with this guy. <laughs> Won't so get you, back to you. Yes. So, then the other people was trying to, um, like, you know, keep up. but And that can make really... or break your business at the end of the day. Because, yeah. I mean, the IRS don't care that your CPA is not returning your phone calls. They're no, like, they okay, don't. we just want our money. Yeah. Okay, so you figure it out. Yep. So very true. interview a couple and see which one's the right fit. Ask them the questions like, are they, do they work with people that do what you do? Because that plays a huge role because mm-hmm. that our previous are they, one. Are they, one, one of the things that we came across, are you, um, are you still running off an old model or new model? Because the ones that we was doing, they wouldn't do nothing online. Everything was it's like, like paper. Off, yeah, it's like and paper. And asking like, or, you got a fax machine? Like, bro, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> Yep. So you have to find that right fit for you and that will be like an amazing feeling to have that weight lifted if they truly know what they're doing and they can take that weight off your shoulder. You know that the IRS isn't going to come looking for you because you're good. All right. So you want to wrap up our tips? Yeah. So what? Well, um, so uh, we talked from- about... You don't got me stuttering. So, yeah, so, maintaining, <laughs> so we talked about educating, educating yourself. yourself. So, you know, reading books about um, personal or listen development. To podcasts listening too. to podcasts. 
magazines, um, anything that you can, you know, learn um, about your actual self and how and dealing with people would be good. Educating yourself in your field, your specific field. uh, That book, How to Win Friends and uh, Influence People, is an excellent book to start out with if you want. Uh, I think that would be good. Educating yourself in your field. So, you know, try to get magazines, book, maybe go to a... Um, an expo or something. An expo or or that's a, a great a way to meet people. To, uh, that's in your field. That's in your field, yeah. Maybe even just a regular business conference. Business conferences well. are great too. Uh, and there's a lot that happens there's, these days. There's one like every month somewhere. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, loans. Remembering to stay away from them. We would suggest stay away from them, but, but you know, if you, if have, you to have to have a plan, just have a serious plan for every single dollar used for. Uh, you don't want to play around with loans, man. They're like taxes. I'm telling you, they will eat. If at you don't your have profits. a plan for it, they literally eat it. You want to take your receivables and keep it um, so that you can grow your business with it. And also grow a savings account with it so that you can use it for emergency funds so that you don't have to deal with loans for, um, in case big jobs come across and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the next, the last one was taxes. Make sure that you get a good accounting firm. Get you a CPA that you can call on all the time if you have any questions and they will deal, um, you know, throughout the year, they'll help you out. Yeah. And stay and, in um, good standing with the IRS. Stay in good standing with the IRS. Um, that's very important right there. Because the IRS, they're worse than loans and taxes. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, them cats just don't care. Nope. nope. They're like, we're going to come take everything. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of if the Blending Business Podcast. If you guys have any questions, podcast. yeah, just let us know. Let yes. Us know. We are still taking feedback, you guys. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Because if you don't let us know, we're just going to do whatever we want. And we want to best serve you because it's the purpose of this podcast. So let us know any topics that you want to hear more about. We are blending in business, which means we talk about marriage. We talk about relationships. We talk about kids. We talk about family. We talk about friends. We talk about business. So literally everything under the sun. There's no topic I don't think we could not handle. So definitely go ahead and shoot us a message. I'm Tessa M. Clemencia on Instagram. And I am Louis Clemencia across the board. Yes, and I'm Tessa Clemencia on Facebook. On Actually, follow our Blended in Business Facebook page as well. We go live every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And we have our, what do I call it? Our... Monday morning show. Yeah, Monday morning show. Monday morning show every Monday. So tune in to that and share it with your friends. We really, truly appreciate it. So if you're listening to this, screenshot it, share it in your stories and tag us because we see that it gets played, but it would be cool to kind of see like, oh, look, I'm actually listening to it and, you know, and, and tag us. So. Sounds good. Yeah. You guys have an amazing week and we'll be back next week. Peace. Bye.